The views in this do not necessarily reflect the views of WKNC, Student Media, or NCSU. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1. Welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle. The time is 7.07. It's Tuesday, May 19th. And on behalf of the team here at EOT, we would like to thank you for tuning in. I am Michaela O'Connor. And I'm Ian Grice. For Eye on the Triangle tonight, we will have a piece about the East Coast Game Convention that happened a couple weeks ago, a revamp of the Poetry Corner by Ian, a piece on Moral Monday on a Wednesday, and Raleigh's Yearly Attraction Art Plosure. And, as always, our community calendar. A few weeks ago, Nick and I had the pleasure to attend the East Coast Game Conference, which is the largest gathering of video game professionals on the East Coast. The conference provides video game professionals, academics, and industry with an engaging program and opportunities for networking and collaboration. The audio we got was really difficult to edit and all that jazz, so there are only a few tidbits here, but it's really interesting, and I had no idea what was happening most of the time. What we have to start with is the importance of audio. Audio is really important. Could you imagine playing a game without any sound, even without that ambient sound in the background? Here's what an expert has to say. It might seem obvious, but audio is really important. The game's audio is just as important as asset as the art is. So you want to really think about it like around the same time that you're thinking about your art style. So, you know, you're creating your game's world, you got your art your artist is arting and all that good stuff and so why wouldn't you start thinking about what kind of soundtrack you want i've, I've talked to many developers where you know they got this great art and they got this great idea and then i'm like oh so what kind of music are you looking for um hmm. it's gonna go hand in hand with the visuals it's gonna tell the story the audio is gonna tell the story with the art so why not start thinking about it as soon as possible if you can uh if you can figure out a really cool art style for your game the audio should come naturally. Don't worry, I'm going to help you. There are a lot more things that go into making audio than you would think. So there's things like making sure the music is appropriate and having it actually go with what it is that you're viewing on the screen. What if your main character is Jack Black? What kind of music do you want then? <laughs> kind of changes things. So point is, you know, think about your setting, think about your characters, think about everything in your game, and you're going to start coming up with some kind of genre of music. You know, you can have like a sci-fi game, but it's kind of got like a Western flair, um, I don't know, something Firefly, and then, you know, you might want more acoustic guitars, something you wouldn't expect in, uh, in a sci-fi game. But the point is, like, uh, don't just kind of like pigeonhole yourself. If you're making your medieval swords and sorcery game with Jack Black as the main character, just go like full out guitar solos and, you know, all that good stuff. You know, my point is here, sometimes you may have to think outside the box. 
she goes on to speak about things like the genre of music that you would see within a video game, as well as how long loops would be when you're on a specific level. Here's what she has to say. A big thing I'm a huge advocate of is that when you're talking to a composer, you don't need to speak musician. You don't need to say, oh man, this needs more like forte and like this chord progression and blah, blah, blah. like, no, it's okay. If you just talk about the emotions that you want to convey, you can show some musical examples. You can show music that maybe inspired your game and your composer will get it. Your composer will understand any artist will. So you don't have to, you know, when you're communicating with an artist, you don't have to think about like in super like technical artistic terms. And the same thing goes for uh, composing. You know, you don't have to say like, oh, this, I need this cadenza over here. And if you give your composer the right amount of information, the, uh, the setting, the, uh, the characters, talk about anything that's influenced you in your game. If you give your composer all that information, he or she will know what to do. So once you've started thinking about maybe just genres in general for your music and um, you know maybe instrumentation, you know you can kind of think of like the big overview, the generalizing of that. Then it comes down to just uh, thinking, just uh, breaking it down a little bit more specifically, thinking about how many uh, how many scenarios are in your game, how many levels how many menu screens you may have, just kind of getting an assessment of every possible situation in your game where you're going to need some kind of music. I like to break it down and call it scenarios, like levels, a menu screen, cut scenes, credit scenes, any of that, just make a list of all that. That is subject to change. I completely understand that in a, you know, games development, sometimes you can add some levels, you can take some away. But just try to get at least just like a basic working list of all that. Like I'll sit with developers and kind of sit through their um, their build and kind of say, okay, so you have a main menu here, you have level one, level two, boss theme, and we kind of like work together and just kind of like hash out just like a basic list of all these scenarios. So that's just really important. Again, it's just going to get you thinking about exactly how much music you're going to start to need. Um, from there, you can determine like, uh, say if you're thinking like, okay, I've got like 10 levels in my game. You can start thinking about how long your levels are. And um, that's going to help you arrive at a good length of time for a track. So if you have, say, a level that's like 20 minutes long, you don't want a 30 second loop of your music. That'll get very, uh, very grating very fast. Um, you know, likewise, if you have like a really quick, like two minute level, you don't need like a two minute track. You can do get away with like a shorter loop. It'll be all right. Just approximating about how long it takes to get to your level, you know, then you can find like a good length that will sit well with. Nick and I then encountered a company that produces clothing specifically for video game enthusiasts. And this is what he has to say. We are Reactive Designs. We are a design company, and specifically at ECGC, we are showing off gaming apparel. Okay. So um, our fabric uses a special material called cellulite. Uh, it's it's blended together with polyester and spandex, and so it's like any athletic wear that you would see, except the cellulite is what makes it special. So cellulite is a fiber that has been embedded with 13 thermoreactive minerals. They're several times thinner than the human hair, so you wouldn't even know feeling it. Andy, toss me one of those. Or 
both. Or both. <laughs> so uh, this is a uh, leg sleeve that was made with the product, and this is the regular product itself. So it feels very like similar to an Under Armour type. Very, very much. That's that's but because Celium is what distinguishes it. Yes. So uh, most Under Armour gear is made with polyester and spandex. And it's engineered in such a way that it feels just like this. However, the Celium has been added to it to give your body additional effects that Under Armour would not. So. Resilient, uh, the way they work is that the, the energy that is released from your body is absorbed by these minerals. It also absorbs energy from your surroundings, such as light, and it converts that into an energy source that your body can use, which is infrared, and reflects that back into your body. The infrared energy passes through your skin cells and is absorbed by your tissues. And this gives your body uh, biological benefits, such as increased circulation, so oxygen and nutrients uh, more efficiently get to where they need to go, as well as every it, re it relaxes your skeletal muscles. We get this fabric from a, from a uh, company in the UK. They're called Chimera. did a Kickstarter for this about a year ago, and they were doing it as sports apparel for winter for water sports because of its quick drying properties. Everyone has a story to tell, but how they tell it differs. Whether you're a poet, spoken word artist, singer, an actor, a musician, everyone has that story to tell, and here is the place to tell it. Welcome to Poetry Corner. In the studio with Nikki Vaught. He's a recent graduate in gender studies. And psychology. And psychology. Well, tell the audience about yourself. Okay. I did recently graduate. I was part of the honors program. I worked for the technician. That's probably where, if anyone has heard my name, that's probably where, like three years... So how long have you been writing poetry? I think, if I recall correctly, I've been writing poetry since I was really young. Like, as soon as I could write, and as soon as I had paper and a pencil. Yeah, it's as far as I can remember. What's, what's the inspiration for the poems that you've selected today? Yeah, totally. A lot of them come from dissatisfaction with the way things are run or um, how people are in general or how I am in general. So I think dissatisfaction would be the biggest theme there. I see you have some. Uh, yes. Would you like to start reading? Yeah. This first one is technically untitled, but it's in three parts called Mark 1, Mark 2, and Mark 3. It was featured in Windhover... I remember when I dreamt abstractions in a borderless world, my peers were me. The colors of my surroundings flowed from shape to shape. A great outpouring of foggy blue sound were singing. We whistle ultraviolet and hum deep green. Gold-skinned ghosts haunting one another for fun and an eternity we designed. We toasted with glasses full with wine made from fermenting grapes of wrath into smooth liquid wisdom we peed it out as poetry written spoken illustrated we peed it out what happened to us dreamers when did our well of wine wear out our skin is paled and faded 
We ghosts are coughing phantoms and screaming banshees. Sounds lost their hue and novelty. Greedy shapes kept color from flowing, put up borders to keep them in. I used to be a dreamer, now I'll never sleep again. Up all night trying my best to force creativity. My diet of chocolate and melatonin won't force anything. I'm putting stickers on my eyes so they might take me to the world and people I created that I might create some more. The world is clearing empty, the people getting lonely, tied myself to my bed, thrashed around to exhaustion, drank the wine from my lullaby, puked my bile at the light bulb, hoping for some shatter, hoping I might watch through stickers, not thick enough to block the light, as all that light retreats. That I did. The room went black. There it was. An instance of sleep, the first of many in a row that lead to dreams. There it was. But something stopped me there in bed. It lit the room and cut my ties. It took the stickers off my eyes. Some alarm, some alarm woke me up. Some alarm, and I knew I'd never dream again. What was the alarm? Excitable child with mallet and gong. Dong, wake up, rooster. Dong, cock-a-doodle-doo. Dong, fall in line, dreamer. Use your imagination like this. Create something new like this. Let's make it better like this. Use any color you like, but keep within the lines like this. Use any color you like, but keep within this spectrum like this. Use any color you like, but will it look good in black and white like this? Great, great. Your dreams look good. No, no, don't get out of bed. Bed sores? No, we'll take care of those. Just keep dreaming. Lose your mind like this. Great, great. Just like that. Now, how about five dreams a week? Recruit more of your kind. Lead the tired here to dream like you, like this. Dong, get back in bed. Great, great, like this. Great, great, like this. Great, like this. Great, like this. Great, great, like this, like this. He swings a mallet, leads the march like all the children before him. Makes his army dull, like him, like her, like him, and so on. An army of swords dragged on the floor, dulled into suitable mallets. An army of swords were chanting, great, great, like this. Great. Great like this, great like this, great like this, great, great like this, like this. A herd of swords, thinking we lead the hand that swings us. Delusional to think our dull is sharp. Delusional to believe we differ at all. Delusional to believe we own our lives. Delusional to think we walk without strings. Delusional to think, delusional to believe. So we keep quiet and we hear. It's delusional to think we have no voice. And if we speak out, we're delusional to think any differently. Delusional to believe in ourselves. Delusional to think our minds are not delusional for believing anything. We speak, finally, just to see. Are we delusional for wanting to be free? Commence the cliches we use but never take seriously. Disguise loneliness, sporting a mask of autonomy, playing dress up in a suit of responsibility, praising mismatched shoes as the paragon of vision. Cliché, the offspring of imagination and exploitation. Write about that. Photograph that. Document that. In our script, abstract equals dream. Never, ever abstract equals reality. Delusions exist only in dreams, so the script goes. Invent, create, live like this. Then go laugh at the modern shamans. Ridicule the witch doctors for their advice. Then go blah, blah, blah. Tending to understand and empathize without trying for a moment. Take a sleeping pill of your superiority and rest easy. Tell yourself you forgot your dreams, or you replaced them to cover up you never even had them. Oh, I didn't mean... 
I get carried away, pick up a newspaper, enjoy your day. So I, I got a few themes from that. Uh, the theme of sleep, of individualism, spirituality, and then there was like a, a beat to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you speak to any of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the dreams was definitely on purpose, and it came from this, well, it was sort of really explored in the second part, I think. Just this whole cliche that dreams are so often used to represent abstract ideas, but abstract ideas can never exist outside of dreams, it seems. So I was kind of frustrated with that. Um, yeah, and I was just kind of annoyed at how often dreams are used in general as cliches. So I kind of exploited that best of my ability. Do you have any uh, more poetry for yeah. us today? Yeah, sure. Got a much shorter one. It's called Blush. It's a love poem. Your embarrassed skin obscures my vision until I take off my glasses, always in the way. Everything works around a pinkish hue. All in my sight clamors for a chance to to kiss you. We navigate the crowds of cool hipsters smoking away their silhouettes. We're invited only till breakfast, then we've got to go. Is there are there any poets who inspire you? Do you seek inspiration from any of them? That to me has a feel of Ginsburg. That's hilarious. Because, yeah, I was thinking Ginsburg. He's definitely one of my biggest inspirations or models, even. He, he sort of let me know it was okay to use the word hipsters in a poem. So there's that. Yeah. I love Ginsburg. My first favorite poet was Sylvia Plath. But, you know, I'm not as depressed as her, so I can't go into such dark places, I guess. Well, do you have another poem yeah. for us today? Sure. I've got this one right here. It's called A Room in a Duplex, and this one is really just about being bored. All the planets are falling, much to my chagrin, from their fishing line and ticky-tacky out of the stucco cosmos. The days are carbon copies of last month's plans. Work and meet with people who matter, but not enough that I don't need reminding. The second bookshelf isn't quite full, but the knickknacks look nice. Even the fake succulent helps to tie it all together. A brown lizard on the wall, still only metal, extends his tail for a towel, but all of mine are folded on the floor, next to the briefcase looking record player. I hardly use, but use enough. And the TV is front of my bed, where I hardly sleep, but sleep too much. And now the incense has died, but it will smell nice all day. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell me about? Any of your poetry? I guess... No. Not really. (laughs) Nothing comes to mind, at least. Well, thank you for coming in today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Gavin Stone, a senior in communication, brought in a piece he submitted to the Windover and a poem from his personal collection. Go ahead. Alright, so... This one's untitled... So, uh, here goes. The core boils over. The crust cracks, and to think it thought itself strong. Underestimated that which it protected. 
What horror is unleashed because of this miscalculation? Community members burned for nothing, frozen in ash where they stood for a moment, now for all time. If they had foreseen this, they would have picked a more admirable final stance. Plug up the holes, poor fools, don't miss a single one or many more will suffer. We need solidarity of structure and soul. Leave your name at, the, leave your name at home. Your community needs you, dear boy. Repeat the creed as you do your noble deed. Sacred is the wall that guards our fire. Waster are those who fall to desire. Hang in. Hold fast. So what is this poem about? I don't really know. It's kind of the metaphor of, like, Pompeii. You know, just like a metaphor of things bubbling under the surface. And when they, you know, people try to plug them up in the media. And then if it, you know, if it ever boiled over, people would be stuck. You know, and they might be embarrassed about the way they act. No. Do you have anything else for us? Sure, man. Sure. Oh. All right. So this one, this one is also entitled, and uh, it's about smoking. Cigarettes, which makes it different. Makes it different. Smoke, fills the Smoke fills the lungs, brings the calm that prolongs the storm. Take a drag. Take a drag if you give me a light. Take a drag to feel all right. It helps the passage of time take away what wants to stay. Makes the past burn hot today. It reminds me again what a breath was like back then. When times were good as the great tree stood. I used to dream of better days, but without aid, they fell beyond my grasp. Take a drag and make it last. What can you tell me about this poem? I don't know. Uh, both my parents smoked their whole lives. Like, back a day. Exploring why you would want to smoke a cigarette. Another outlet that you can submit poetry and prose to is The Windover, NC State's literary magazine. More information about submissions can be found on their website and Facebook. Artsplosure, the annual Raleigh Arts Festival, expected more than 80,000 people downtown during the 36th anniversary. Artists showcased their works and wares during the three-day festival on May 15th to the 17th. This year was the first year that the festival was a three-day-long event. The festival had hundreds of regional artists working alongside national artists to expose members of the public to an explosion of artwork that they normally wouldn't see. The event took place over several blocks downtown with the, an art market, kids' closure, food caravans, and live music stages. The art market had more than 180 visual artists and craft exhibitors with artists from across North Carolina and the United States. Kids Splosure, centered in Moore Square, showcased several interactive educational activities and entertainment for kids and their parents. Some of the activities and entertainment included a chess center and a birdhouse playhouse. Specially commissioned large-scale interactive visual art installations were placed throughout the festival. There was live music stages on Fayetteville Street where there were ongoing performances by national and regional jazz, blues, and alternative musical acts, the majority of whom had not played in Raleigh and emerging local and regional performers. Entertainment, including aerialists, a puppeteer, guitarists, and a wind-up doll street performer, and other unique variety performers were placed around the event. There was an accident the last day, Sunday, and a man was injured by the aerialists equipment. 
The student art exhibition showcasing two- and three-dimensional artwork of Wake County public and private middle school and high school students. Next up, we have the community calendar. We have a lot of happenings going on despite the campus being relatively empty with summer classes. We have Redress Eco Fashion and Textiles Conference, May 29th through the 30th in downtown Raleigh. What Redress is, is it brings together leaders from throughout the country who are intent on making the United States once again a pioneer in manufacturing innovation and sustainability. May 29th, the Lincoln Theater is when the fashion show will take place. As well as Saturday, May 30th, there will be a variety of presentations and educational sessions on 310 South Harrington Street, as well as 409 West Martin Street. If you would like to learn more, you can visit their website. There is also City Camp NC 2015, which is Thursday, June 11th to Saturday, June 13th. City Camp is an annual event that brings citizens from the city, county, and state government and businesses together to openly innovate and improve our quality of life through technology. The fifth annual City Camp will be held again the 11th through the 13th. And if you are interested, you can stay tuned for more details. There are plenty of volunteers that are needed. On, oh, I was correct. The Wake County Puppet Making Workshop for Kids is going to be coming on June 6, 2015, from 10 to 11.30 a.m. for 7 to 9-year-olds, 1 to 2.30 for 10 to 12-year-olds, and it'll all be in the D.H. Hill Market Marker Space. We also have the WRAL Freedom Balloon Fest, which is May 22nd through the 25th. This special event includes a mass ascension of balloon glow, championship com competition flights, and tethered balloon rides that allow you to get a taste of what it feels like to fly in a hot air balloon and see how they work. Gather for outdoor fun as dozens of hot air balloons fill the sky in celebration and remembrance during this free, fun, family-friendly event. This day in history, which is something that we also will be starting up again, May 19th, there was a, oh, this is a little dark, Greek Genocide Remembrance Day in Greece, commemoration of a Turek Youth and Sports Day in Turkey, Ho Chi Minh's birthday in Vietnam, as well as the papacy of Gregory II, as well as in 1499, the 13-year-old Catherine of Aragorn, the first wife of Henry VIII of England, was married. In 1780, a combination of the thick smoke, fog, and heavy cloud cover caused darkness to fall on parts of Canada and New England in the United States by noon. In 1911, Parks Canada, the world's first national service, was established as the Dominion Parks Branch under the Department of the Interior. And in 1991, despite a boycott by local Serb population, voters in Croatia passed a referendum supporting the independence from the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia. The Moral Monday protest assembled outside the General Assembly Legislative Building on May 13th to air their grievances with the Republican-led legislature. Moral Monday is traveling around the state 
inducting elected officials that have received a 60 or below on the legislative report card in the past two years. Governor Pat McCrory, Representative Tim Moore, the Speaker of the House, and Senator Phil Berger, the President pro tempore, were inducted into the Moral Monday Hall of Shame for receiving a zero on the legislative report card. They were graded based on their record of attacks on voting rights, health care, public education, economic justice, criminal justice, and environmental justice, a speaker said. The protests were also fighting for a referendum ballot to increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Ten of the protesters were arrested inside the building for trespassing. And that's all we have for you this evening. Is this evening. As always, if you have heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know and tweet at us at WKNC underscore EOT where you can also catch up on more local news. Also be sure to check out our blog at blog.wknc.org where you can also download our podcast. After Hours with Chief Keese is up next at 8 and you can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle next week right here on WKNC. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Ian Grice. I'm Michaela O'Connor. Good night and good luck.